What is up, everybody? It's Tom, TD3. Welcome back to another episode of Sounds of the Future, my little podcast here talking about music, present, current, and future-oriented, all of the things to try to figure out how this game can continue to work for all of us and how we can all enjoy our lives, our careers, doing stuff we love, making tunes, all that stuff. Yeah. Anyway, welcome back. Today's episode is uh, about staying in your lane, specifically about the question, should I stay in my lane? I have a lot of thoughts about this. Uh, I have read a lot of other people's thoughts about this. I have heard a lot of other people's thoughts about this in conversation. And I think that this topic has changed in recent years, and I want to talk about why. So, without any further ado, let's get into it. Should I stay in my lane? That is the question we ask ourselves as artists and creators, right? Do I need to pick one thing and only do that well? Uh, a jack of all trades or master of none, right? That's the saying that we all know. Well, first of all, let me just touch on that saying. It is not a jack of all trades, master of none. That's the first half. It's jack of all trades, master of none, but better than a master of one. So food for thought there. Take that if you will. Uh, anyway, should I stay in my own lane? Well, once upon a time, yes, you needed to. Because it was very expensive to release content, music, art, whatever. Uh, and you only had a handful of shots every once in a while because the amount of energy and effort that it took to put into releasing content and music was sizable. So it had to have a lot of uh, forethought and a lot of energy put behind it. So you really needed to pick wisely. And... It is still the case that you should pick wisely on your releases, and you should be thoughtful about your releases and what you're creating. However, I do not think that we are any longer bound to the idea of picking one lane and sticking with it. In fact, I don't really think in the greater context of the creation of art that we have ever been bound by that. I think that we became bound by that uh, as, a, as an industry in music because of the addiction to sales and money. I don't think that art would necessarily indicate or require us to pick a lane. Let me start way back a long time ago. Michelangelo, who is very famous for a ton of sculptures and probably most notably painting the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel, did not consider himself a painter. He considered himself a sculptor and a sculptor alone. He felt compelled to stay to his own lane, to stick to his own lane, because he thought that he was a crap painter. In fact, there are journal entries, uh, numerous journal entries, in fact, where he complains as an artist about why he has been tasked with painting this monstrosity on the ceiling of this uh, chapel, why he thinks it's crap, why he hates it. He doesn't think he's up to par because he claims, I am a, I am a sculptor. I'm not a painter. Why I ever agreed to do this, I have no idea. 
and he's mad about it. He considers himself a sculptor and a sculptor alone. He thinks that's his lane. Now, if he had been allowed, or if he had allowed himself to stay in his own lane, we would never have ended up with the Sistine Chapel, arguably one of the most famous paintings, pieces of art in history. Let's take another example. Leonardo da Vinci. He painted the Mona Lisa. He also invented countless things that were depicted in the Codex Hammer, I believe, or Codex Hammer, I'm not probably saying that correctly, in his journal that Bill Gates once purchased for gobs of money. Uh, But if he had just been left to paint, we never would have ended up with all these other ideas and inventions and things that he created. He would have just stayed in his, quote, lane as a painter. We never never would have ended up with these other important and incredible contributions to the world. Let's fast forward a little bit. Come back to today. Now, music for the past 40 years would indicate that we need to stay in our lane, right? Because you want to find the thing that your audience is going to buy, and then you want to continue to give them the thing that they're that they are used to buying from you. If they want something different, they can go somewhere else. Uh, that's just not an accurate representation of what art means, what creating art means, and what the opportunity that uh, and, and for the opportunity that currently exists in the digital landscape of creating and releasing music. Uh, a modern day example: Logic, very successful rapper, hip hop artist. He puts out mixtapes and full links. Well, he just released a book not too long ago. That's not his lane. And along with the book, he released a soundtrack that is very folk, indie rock, not even close to being hip-hop. Never would have existed if he had decided to stay in his lane. So, my argument is this. I don't think that we are necessarily compelled to have to stay in our lane. But what I do think is that we need to stay, we need to pick a lane initially. I think that is an important concept to keep in mind. Because what, like, what are we really chasing here? If if you're, if you have a a nine to five that you love and earns you enough money and you have no interest in building a career making music, fine, go you. (laughs) We're all jealous. (laughs) But if you're trying to earn a living making music, that, Income stream has to be built on the back of a cornerstone to begin with. So it is important to find and like select a cornerstone upon which to build your castle, your empire of creativity. So picking a lane is important at first. You should pick a lane and pursue that lane hard, full force, full energy. So if you want to be a hip-hop artist, but you also want to draw comic books and record soundtracks of those comic books and then make short films based on the comic books and put it all on a YouTube channel, that's all killer and kick-ass, and I totally support that. But you should start with one. So if the cornerstone of it is the music. You should start with the music. Create a body of work. 
create an income stream from your music that will then, because here's the way it works. When you create that income stream, revenue solves a ton of problems. So you get your revenue from music and that frees up your time to spend more energy writing and creating your comic book. And you don't have to worry about where the money's going to come from. When you don't have to worry about where the money's going to come from anymore, the possibilities open up wide. Your life will absolutely, completely, and fundamentally change when you when your basic needs are met. So that's the goal we want to get to first. We want our basic needs to be met. We want our bills to be covered. And we want those bills to be covered by the thing that fulfills us emotionally and spiritually and creatively in making this music, making this art. So, because then it doesn't feel like work. When you go to a soul-sucking job, it takes your energy and it's a lot harder to create when you get home because you're spent from doing a thing that you don't enjoy. When all your time is spent doing a thing you enjoy, Yes, there are difficulties. Yes, there are head-scratching moments. Yes, there are times of frustration. However, those pale in comparison to working a job that you despise full-time. So we want to get to a place where we have all of our basic needs being met and revenue is not a concern. So we pick a cornerstone. We get to the point where our revenue is not a concern to us and then We fully own our time, and we can branch out into doing other creative pursuits. I think where people get in trouble is at the very beginning, they say, man, I want to be a hip-hop artist, I want to make instrumental tracks, I want to score stuff, I want to make comic books, I want to make short films off of the comic books, and I want to score those, and I want to direct them, and then I want to do you know, portraits and stuff, and it's like, that's all awesome. You should totally want to do all those things, and you can do all those things. You just can't do them all at the exact same time. So pick a cornerstone out of the gate and make that cornerstone work for you. Find something that will serve you. And if it's artistic, creative content, what ends up happening is you create a semi-passive income stream. So the songs that... I have already recorded and released that are on Spotify are out there working for me right now, earning me money while I'm doing this. The work I've done for other clients is out there working for me. The word of mouth is out there working for me while I'm doing this. So I'm not out there chasing down clientele for drum tracks. I'm not out there chasing down listeners for music because my music is doing the work for me. My reputation is doing the work for me. My previous work is doing the work for me. So that allows me the freedom of time to sit here and do this 20-minute podcast because I've created revenue streams that have freed up my time. That's the most important thing you can do is get your time. So pick a cornerstone out of the gate and get yourself into a position of freedom freedom of money, freedom of time. So once you've done that, then you have no obligation to stay in your lane. This is when you should get out of your own lane. You should experiment. You should try. You should test. You should fail. And you should learn from those failures. There's so many different things you want to do, right? So get out there and start trying to do them. 
And the interesting thing about that is that even if they're not smashing successes, that's okay, because what will happen is you will learn from them. So let's say, take me, I kind of started out my thing as an electronic instrumental artist. I decided I wanted to try some vocal tracks. The first one, I think, turned out pretty cool. The second one, other people do like it, and I'm happy about that. I don't particularly care for it. I'm not a big fan of it. I don't think it's a sound and a direction that I want to continue to go after. And that's cool. That's okay. I learned from that because I did the thing. I would not have known for sure had I not pursued that, but I learned some of the things I liked and some of the things I don't liked about the end product and the process. And so I take all of that information and education and pour it into the next thing. So don't be afraid to step out of your lane. Like uh, Lil, Lil Wayne did a rock record, what, some time ago? Don't think it did very well, but I guarantee you he learned from it, was able to apply it into the future music that he made. And here's the second thing. Not only will you learn from it, you'll get that creative energy out of your mind and out of your body. I really think there's something to this, as heady as it may sound. Like, you've got to get those juices out of your mind and onto the page onto the track because a song uncreated unfinished is taking up space in your mind and you deserve to be functioning performing at full capacity so you have to get these ideas out and if that means stepping outside of your own lane cool do that it's important that you are always creating and always experimenting and learning because what will probably happen is say you've picked hip hop and that's your thing. That's your cornerstone, and it's working for you. You decide to draw a comic book, and you you realize that, wow, I can draw, but I really can't write a story. Well, you learn that you love doing the drawings, but you're not great at coloring and lettering and storytelling, so then you partner it with somebody else to help you write the story. And then you've got a successful comic book, and you, you've created new relationships, and you've learned more about your skill set, your positives and negatives, your strengths and your weaknesses. So it's it is a net positive, a net win for you. And then you've got two revenue streams that can potentially support each other if you manage to intertwine the comic book with the hip hop music. So it can work together. And then you can snowball that into making films or episodes or quick clips, live something or whatever off the comic book. Like all of these things can work for you, but you have to establish that cornerstone to begin with. So in answer to the question, do I need to stay in my own lane? No, absolutely not. I think, in fact, I think it's short-sighted in today's day and age to stay in your own lane. You have zero resistance against releasing zero resistance against creating music aside from your own skills which is still zero resistance because you can learn those skills on YouTube and Google I have you have zero resistance to releasing music there are literally free platforms out there amuse is free uh, you have zero resistance to creating an audience the globe is accessible you just have to find the people who appreciate the thing that you're doing. It's not that they're not out there. You just have to connect with them. That's it. Like, 
Who was your best friend before you met your best friend? Right? You just had to find your best friend. If you're married or you're in a relationship, who was there before you found the person you're with? Right? You just had to find the person that you're with now. They were always there. You just had to find them. It's the same thing with finding an audience for your craft, for your music, for your art. So, should I stay in my own lane? Absolutely not. But you should at first, because the most important thing is establishing that cornerstone of revenue, of time, and upon which you can build the rest of your artistic endeavors. The biggest thing that I want for you, that I want for all of us, is and myself included, is freedom of time and revenue based off of the thing that you love to do is what provides that. Then you have the liberty to step out of your own lane. And when you do, I absolutely absolutely recommend it. You should step out of your own lane. So many great minds and creators of the past have blessed us with amazing works of art simply because they stepped out of their own lane. And you could be the next one. I could be the next one. Who knows? That's it for this week. Thanks for listening to Sounds of the Future. I am Tom, TD3. Make sure you check back next week for another episode of the podcast. I love you guys. Peace. Thanks for listening to Sounds of the Future today. Hey, look, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I would really appreciate it if you would give me a five-star review. If you're digging the show, it would mean the world to me, and it would help so much. Thanks.